0: Welcome back to our podcast, amazing podcast, CCM in 3D. I'm Dan. I'm Derek. Hello, I'm Dave. And we're kind of going to play fourth D today, Dick Clark. Mm. <laughs> Dick Clark is oh, here. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be I amazing. do not have a good Dick Clark invitation. Does anybody...
1: Dave, I'm sure you do. I do not, actually. Okay, no, right. but okay. no. Well, then he's just here with us. <laughs> yeah,
2: so,
0: no. you know, at the end of the year, we thought, hey, let's review, uh, do a year-end review. But we're going to zip it all the way back to 1985.
1: Yes. Yeah, because who would want to review this That's year? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just we have that. no
2: desire whatsoever yeah. to revisit 2020. <laughs> so what you're saying is we're going back to 1985?
0: Back to Ooh, 1985. Yeah. Wow. In the yes, worship party, but that's right.
1: Well done. Yeah. Well, well, thank that's you. Great. <laughs> yeah. And
0: you know, there, it was pretty big year um, for contemporary Christian music, and pretty big tentpole, I think. And we'll talk more about that later. But um, you know, lots of interesting stuff going on. Popular culture-wise, um, let's see. We've got let's see. What are some other things we had here for pop culture in '85? Um, oh, the Dairy Queen Blizzard was introduced in 1985. Mm, really? So, wow. you know, so talk about some of my favorite foods here oh, before we get too far. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like a that's like a its own. food. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> it should be. Cinnabon was introduced.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
0: there's the other yep. food group. That's yep. another one. <laughs> Burger King French Toast Sticks and and Tino's yes. Pizza Rolls, which eventually become Tino's oh. Pizza Rolls
1: oh man now you're talking yes yep yes yeah and and if you can't tell um we are doing this because that's that's our first year of our coverage for our podcast so 85 that's 35 years ago so all of this stuff is 35 years old so when you go out tonight and get your blizzard ask them is it 35 years old or did you just make it because that's (laughs) important because if it's if it's thirty five years old, you'll want. And that. remember, they got to turn just... it upside
0: down in front of you. So
1: oh, all right. that's you it, do. or you get it free.
0: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. I, I do that at every restaurant now. Like if they bring me like pasta, I <laughs> say, "Are you going to turn it upside?" Is down? Is it going to uh-huh. stick in the bowl? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> you get turn my pizza pizza upside down. <laughs>
0: also, back in nineteen eighty five. The cost of a new house was eighty nine thousand dollars, wow. and the average income per year was twenty two
1: thousand. Interesting. Yeah,
0: Interesting. Um,
1: wow, twenty two thousand a year. You could get into
0: a movie for two dollars and seventy five cents,
1: and that
2: wasn't even the matinee. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the matinee would have been cheaper. Yeah, t- like two fifty. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Pop- popcorn was still seventeen dollars oh, yes. a bucket. Yes, yeah. and a Coke was. That's hit where much. they got you. Yeah. They got you on the back end with the popcorn. I don't
0: even remember movies being that cheap. I mean, wow.
1: Well, Do I you? yeah, I yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, because uh, day before we came on to talk, Dave was talking about probably the most famous movie that was released that year: Back to the Future in yep. eighty five. Back to the Future. Yep, and so. I think I saw that one probably at least two or three times in the theater, and maybe played, paid two seventy five piece. <laughs> right. On, so.
0: Yep. Yeah. the,
1: oh, the other big Someone. food I completely forgot
0: was new Coke. Was introduced, new, yes. Coke. and that was eighty five. Yes. Then, wow! Introduced in an eighty five and huh. killed in an eighty five. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. What
2: about Pepsi yeah. free? I've got my can of Pepsi free from nineteen eighty five and the carbonation is not near as good. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know? it's,
1: it's free of taste it, and
2: carbonation. It's true. I I don't think I should have any more to be honest. It, yeah, it might be bad. Yeah.
1: But... Right. If you want a Pepsi, you're gonna, have to you're gonna pay, pay, for pay for it, it pal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I don't know, you know, how I don't know how much more nostalgia we can get here, but uh, oh, WrestleMania, I've got some, okay. Okay. Oh. WrestleMania was introduced. Oh! In WrestleMania one, in 1985. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Maybe I'll hit on some that you might have. Nintendo, the NES was was introduced in
2: 1985. Oh, sweet!
0: Yes, I. That was me. I love that.
2: Yeah. Same here. Um, yep.
0: Let's see. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? That was kind of fun. Oh, blockbuster! Oh, blockbuster is that right? First opened. Ninth, oh. October oh got you. Wow. Yeah. Calvin, I Calvin and I'm sure. Was introduced in 1985.
1: This
0: comic strip. Okay, that was. And that came. That started
1: 85. Yeah. Really. Yep. Now speaking of um, WWE, do you say WWE uh, or WWF? WrestleMania. What is that? Is that WrestleMania? Well, that that WWF album came out the wrestling album in 85 on Epic. WWF. Yep. That's and WWF, that had yeah. that that had that I'm a Real American song that uh, Hulk Hogan did. Yep. So, if you've never seen, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to link to this in the show notes, because I just can't bring myself to do it, but if if our listeners want to um, get on YouTube and enter, I'm a real American, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, you, um, I'm just warning you, you won't be able to unsee it. Oh, no. You just, you just won't believe it. I don't remember so. this. I don't, at no. all. But, uh but you will after you see it, because <laughs> you won't unremember it. All right. That's, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> well, I want to add something that is kind of Christian-related nostalgia okay. that I think will blow your mind from 1985. So okay. this is from the January 1985 uh, music line, in the issue of Music Line. And before I bring up this little tidbit of nostalgia – I should point out that this comes to us uh, courtesy of uh, Sean Fitzpatrick, who has a wonderful show out there, and maybe we'll link to that in the show notes. But he is the grand poobah king of, um, of CCM nostalgia. And so he sent me a screenshot of the January 1985 music line, and the headline is, compact discs enter the Christian music marketplace. Yes. Oh. Oh. So I'll just read little key bits of this. Kay. One of 1984's most talked about subjects in the recording industry was the compact disc. The format, which may be the biggest innovation to hit the industry since stereo has the potential to cause another technological revolution in consumer electronics. So... um this month we'll see the entry of christian music cds into the marketplace january of 85 with sparrow and benson leading the way interestingly releasing some of their current bestsellers in the laser red format so they're already teaching the consumers how does this work well a laser reads it so um slated for shipment in late january benson's first cd offerings are sandy Patty's latest lp songs from the heart popular live LP, More Than Wonderful, DeGarmo and Key's Communication, Daniel Amos' Vox Humana, and the debut album from New Refuge Artists, The Front. Benson's suggested list price for these releases is $17.98. Wow. Interesting. And then Sparrow was going to release... Their first releases were... Debbie Boone's Surrender, Steve Taylor's Meltdown, and Hymn's Triumphant Volume 2 with the suggested <laughs> list price for each as $16.98. A little bit cheaper. So there you go. A dollar cheaper, basically. And that's when CDs enter kind of the Christian consciousness of the Christian's consumer is January nineteen eighty five. interestingly yeah. enough, the, uh,
0: the first cd to go and sell a million copies was in 1985 dire straits brothers in arms
1: interesting sold their vinyl release um is that right and i still have my i don't have it right here with me but i still have my uh copy of brothers in arms that i bought back then on cd
0: so that was the first million dollar. and i have the remaster too CD.
1: Wow, yeah. that's fascinating! Man, wow. So yeah, so that's uh, that's that's interesting. All that stuff that comes out then, and um, yeah, it's it's really amazing how much of an innovation that was. Right, and and there it is. Well, so in 85.
2: five, eighty five. Well, I've, I've yep. got some tidbits from the pop music world. If you guys are interested uh-huh. here. So on January 1st, uh, the new music video channel, VH1, began broadcasting yeah. on American uh, Cable. Wow. wow. Yeah. The first
1: video on VH1. Anybody know? Off the top Oh, of your head. boy. Not Video Killed the Radio Star by the Buggles. No. That's for sure.
2: I never would have guessed this. Marvin Gaye's rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner, the first video on okay. VH1. <laughs> <laughs> One. I
1: never would have guessed that. <laughs> wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. I would not have. You could have given me 10,000 uh, yeah, right. chances and I wouldn't have gotten that one. So 85, I had forgotten
2: about this until I, we started doing the research for this podcast. But it was really the year of the uh, the charity yes. events. Because you've got – Yes. You've got in uh, January 28th is when uh, USA for Africa releases We Are the World, written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. And then yep. you've got, on July, uh, July 13th, of course, Live Aid takes place in London and in Philadelphia. And the one and only uh, Mr. Phil Collins attended both, thanks to the Concord. Yep. And yes. Then you've got, on September 22nd, the first Farm Aid concert in Illinois. The number one Christmas single in 85, Do They Know It's Christmas? Of course, that went to Famine Relief as well. Yep. And then, and then yep. in the Christian world... That year, yep. you've got the cause, yep. Christian Artist United yep. to Save the Earth. Let's do something now. So, 85 was yes. when all this happened to go to, uh, basically, to go to famine relief in uh, Africa.
1: Oh, I'm so, Dave, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because that was one of the top things that I had highlighted for this year. Okay. And the the um, list of people that are on that uh, cause Song that uh, do something now uh-huh. song, which of course was uh, co-written by Steve Camp and Phil Madeira, so I have the list of everybody that participated oh, it's like in everybody that song. yeah it's pretty much everyone right? okay, are you ready All for right. this? Just sit back, <laughs> so you got Dennis Agajanian you've got Sherman Andrus, Brown Bannister, Scott Wesley Brown, Kim Boyce, Owen Brock of servant, Shirley Caesar, Michael Card. Pete Carlson, Gary Chapman, Chris Christian, Billy Crockett, Robin Crow, Morgan Cryer, Rick Kua, Jesse. We're Gibson, just in the D's now. Bob Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we're in the S. Bob, Bob Farrell, John Fisher, Rob Fraser, Bill and Gloria Gaither, Renee Garcia, Amy Grant, <laughs> Steve Green, Tammy Gundon, Pam Mark Hall, Candy uh, Candy Hempill. Glenn Kaiser of Res Band, Evie Carlson, Phil Kagey, Milan Lefever, Angie Lewis, Phil McBearen, Gary halfway. McSpadden, David Meese, <laughs> Jeff Moore. Yep. Larry Norman, Sandy Patty, Michelle Pilar, Connie Scott, Billy Sprague, Russ Staff, Steve Taylor, Kathy Tricoli, Steve Walsh, and Lisa. And Welcher. they
0: all sang one word do something now and then but but,
1: (laughs) oh but that's not all also represented were groups as well as groups Degarmo and key found free glad second chapter of acts and silver nice so that is the rundown of everybody that participated in that do something now song and that video is out there on youtube it's out there. Just Google it or just YouTube it. It's right there. If I
2: remember right, uh, Russ and Amy both had. They probably had the most solo time on that song, right? I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, as they should. I mean, probably the top two artists. They were the big names. names. Right wow. Well, I'll add something Long
0: to North. that. So, Michael Card, Steve Green, Pilar Brown. So, what appear courtesy of Sparrow Records. Bob Bob Ferrell, Morgan working Cryer right. a courtesy of Star Song Records. Bill and Gloria Gates. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But, yeah, wow, that's amazing.
2: And and if I remember the story right, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they recorded that after the Dove Awards that year. So right after the Ah. Dove Awards, they went over to the studio and recorded that song. That makes sense.
1: I think that's right. All right, there you go. Wow. Yep. Yep. So there's there some go.
2: other uh, some other notes from the pop world that year. The two longest running number one singles in '85: "We Are the World." No surprise there. I was a little surprised by this. "Say You Say Me" from Lionel Richie. Both were number one for four weeks.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? '85.
2: Uh, yeah. Big year for Wham. Uh, they had two of the top five year-end Billboard Hot Singles with "Careless Whisper" <laughs> and "Wait Me Before You Go," yep. of course, which played like every ninety minutes <laughs> yes. on the radio. <laughs> yes, here we go. Chachita bug, bug, bug. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also in '85, Whitney Houston had released her debut album in February. That's right. We had the uh, Grammy Awards in LA on February 26, hosted by John Denver, which I thought was
1: interesting. Hmm. That's, wow, that's really interesting. Tina Turner
2: won ah. with uh, Record of the Year and Song of the Year for What's Love Got to Do with It, which was her comeback,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. Right, on the Private yeah, Dancer that's right, TV. Private
2: Dancer. April 1st, Van Halen fans mourned when David Lee Roth left the band. Uh, yep,
1: I I remember it yes, like it was yesterday.
2: Uh, April 7th, Wham! becomes the first Western pop groom to perform in China. When they play a concert in Beijing's Workers Stadium, playing an historic 10 day visit.
1: Hmm. When. How do you say (laughs) Jajit Bug in Chinese? Great question. (laughs) No clue. (laughs) Googling that now. Stand by. I'm efforting to find out. That's it.
2: So uh, it's kind of uh, the world of pop music. We had. uh, What were some other number one hit songs that year? We had uh, I Know What Love Is by Foreigner, uh, Can't Fight This Feeling by Ariel Speedwagon, One More Night from Phil Collins. Huge year, by the way, for Phil's No Jacket Required yes. album. Yeah, great. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Probably my favorite album mm-hmm. from that year. Seven weeks at number one. Uh, what what else was popular? Prince had uh, Purple Rain and Around the World in a Day. Those are big albums. The Bosses, Born in the USA. Uh, Tears yep. for Fears, Songs from the Big Chair. Great album. Oh, Brian Adams, yes. Reckless, also popular in 85, which uh, we used to yep. listen to on open lunch at Southeast High School. <laughs> we <laughs> would <laughs> crank <laughs> up the Brian Adams Reckless Casino yep. and go get lunch.
1: <laughs> Perfect. You still have not mentioned my favorite album from 1985, though, and it was a big hit. It had two number one singles. Okay,
2: which one? What I miss?
1: Welcome to the real world, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yes. I have three nice. copies wow. right here. <laughs> I have my original one I bought in '85, another remaster, and a second remaster. I love Great that album. album. Yeah, All three of them right here. The, yep. so I've Curi- supported you well mr mister, mister you you guys are the bottom
2: Curie a comes on the radio I still turn it up really loud love it
1: oh for sure I'm with you there totally that is that's a great album. So. yeah wow. well and the, yeah that's the um that there was so many that was so Dave that was your grade nine year is that right
2: uh let's say 85 10 ten year no 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 ten. you're right yeah grade nine.
1: Okay. What a Dan? Oh my goodness! What for you? I
0: don't know. What what would that be? I'd be, uh, sixteen at the time, so that would be sophomore. Yeah, yeah.
1: sophomore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was a junior that year in high school. Hey, real quick so, on, on the
0: heels yeah. of those, uh, the music though, popular music, in uh, I think it was around two thousand four. I guess Blender did a top fifty worst songs ever,
2: and oh, no. number
0: one. Was Starship? We built the city from
2: 1985. <laughs> oh. No, I. You'll yeah. get no argument. You will for, for me. me. I tell you what. I love that song. I don't care what anybody says. It's fun. I'm just. But suddenly yeah. you become the <laughs> two Thanks,
0: Dave. Well, and the nice other one day. from that year, from 1985, number coming at number eight, Eddie Murphy, Party All the Time. Now that one. Oh, we can no. all agree. Now that I was guess. terrible. Because yes. yes. number that was but, Number two <laughs> in this list is Billy Ray Cyrus' "Achy Breaky <laughs> Heart," but that's from '92. But I'm like, oh man, break yeah. Breaky Heart" was so bad. well oh, And but yeah, number yeah. one, "Starship." Oh. Isn't that funny?
2: Well, I, I saw man. a special years ago on I think VH1, and they listed that as the worst song of the '80s. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's not that bad. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, yeah.
1: <laughs> There's some pretty awful songs in the '80s. I don't know if right. I'd put that I as mean, the yeah, Eddie Murphy song. terrible. It is one that I'd be perfectly <laughs> yes. fine never hearing again. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yep. This is also. I will say this. This is also, um, kind of the big year for Christian rap. Because this is kind of the year when Stephen Wiley comes out with Bible Break and the Raptures release their album. Now, say what you want to about Stephen Wiley and the Raptures. Yeah, it's all, you know, you listen back and you're kind of facepalming and that sort of thing. But everything had to begin somewhere. And this is kind of, 85 is kind of where Christian rap Kind of meagerly put so this. And yeah. was on the scene a little bit. Yeah. So wow. that's that's kind of you know eventually what would um, be perfected maybe by DC Talk and some other bands, but it kind of gets its start in '85 with real humble beginnings, The Rapture's and Stephen Wiley. Right. I'll also say that this is '85 was the first year that Heaven's Metal Magazine wow. began oh. publishing. So Doug Van Pelt's magazine in 85 begins publishing. Of course, it turned into HM. Uh-huh. But back then, it was Heaven's Metal. And I remember seeing Heaven's Metal. I think it's a bit yep. brick room in Wichita. Yeah, I did too. So that was that was great.
2: Well, and you had a pretty big Christian metal album that year with
1: Soldiers right. Under Command.
2: So, I mean, I that's... going to say, that helped. Yeah, you know,
1: that's, that's for, for sure. Yeah, that format was really
2: yeah. starting to grow.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we have a big – oh, let me win- mention one other thing. I kind of thought this was the calm before the storm year because yes, you had in 84, you had Michael W. Smith 2, and then he goes silent in 85 in terms of album releases. So there's nothing from Michael in 85, and then, of course, he drops the big bomb in 86 with the right. picture. So, 85, it's kind of like he's in the studio going, oh, I can't wait till they hear this in 86. (laughs) Um, So, but, uh, and, and, you know, I think in terms of the music that our collective consciousness kind of leans to, you know, CHR, contemporary hit radio sort of sounds, the big picture is, I don't know, that might be the place where it all starts. I think that that's kind of ground zero for what led to the station that we were all involved mm-hmm. in in the early 90s yeah, and late Yeah, definitely 80s. groundbreaking. There's so, no doubt about that. Yeah. So do we want to talk about some of the albums that were released yeah. in 85? Sure. Yeah, we can just mention okay. some if you want.
0: And and before we before yeah. we do, I, I want to do the same well, thing, kind of give a shout ahead, out Dan. to uh, you mentioned Sean, and I think it was by Sean Michaels on CMRewind.com, so mm. Christian Music Rewind got a great if you want to look oh. back at some stuff there, Um Thank streets you. of gold dot yep. streets of gold radio.com is another, cause we get this question a lot. You know, how, okay. where do we find this stuff? Um And you can listen to that at Christian right. classic Christian, 24, com. I like that. We have our own CCM and 3d playlist. Um And so looking back to all those things, they've just been great resources for
1: us. So we really, really appreciate it. Yep. Right. Yeah. This is great. So, uh, some of the albums that come out, I'll jump in with. I kind of listed. I kind of went through all the albums that we found for '85, and instead of mentioning instead of mentioning every one of them, I'll just list maybe five that jumped out to me, and then you guys can list whatever you want that jumped out to you. Uh, It can be two, five, seven, whatever you want. So. I kind of thought, okay, what are my five that I would go to again and again from that year? Um, In fifth, I put Giants of Man by Wayne Watson. Uh, I go back to that song Mm. or that album all the time. There's so much. I loved Wayne Watson back then. I thought he had a fantastic voice. Very, very thought-provoking lyrics. I'm I'm always into thought-provoking lyrics. And so that's a great album. So I had that at five. I had Russ's Medals at four. Um, reference our whole podcast <laughs> right. on medals uh, for that um, three was Amy's yep. Unguarded um, reference our episode on Amy's Unguarded for that two is going to be a complete left field okay. for you guys and that is nonfiction by Bob Bennett wow. I am a huge wow. Bob Bennett fan I okay. love yeah, Bob great. Bennett so um, he's actually been very active on Facebook during oh. quarantine And so if you um, go over and follow Bob Bennett on Facebook, he usually does Saturday night concerts. Oh, cool. And they're really fun, and I've watched a few of them. And so I am a big, huge fan of everything Bob Bennett. In fact, I really have it on my radar to try and cover one of his albums in a deep dive in 2021. So got to (laughs) twist the other two D's arms to do it. but. So Bob Bennett, Nonfiction, is number two. And then, of course, number one for me is Art of the yeah. State by A.D. And reference our A.D. podcast on that. So those those were five that jumped out to me. Phil Keggy's Getting Closer falls just outside that. Love that album. Scandal On by Michael Card was another one. But those are my five. Nice. I will, uh, I'm
2: will. i going to stay away from the ones we've deep-dived. And I'm going to give you, like, some maybe under-the-radar albums that I've, I've always loved from A.D. There five. you go.
1: And I'm going to yeah. start
2: with my favorite album from David Meese, which is 7, produced by For Brown sure. Bannister. Yes. And uh, I just mm-hmm. always thought this was just his best album. In fact, five, five of the nine Agreed. tracks were hits on Christian radio. Um, so uh, some of the highlights, you can go. Uh, Tumbling Down is a great rocker with Dan Huff on guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ladder is great. Probably my favorite cut of the album. That We Can Overcome It All is another great rocker. But David Meese, 7. I've always loved that album. Uh, another one another one from Me 85 too. that I've always enjoyed is the English band What You Need. Um, in, in fact, wow. probably my favorite album cover from 85, if you've ever seen it, because it's got like the, the hot pink and the yellow and the 80s colors, and you've got a snare drum and the picture of a fist coming through the snare drum with a drumstick. I've just always loved that album cover. Huh, and it's,
0: perfect. Uh, That's and
2: it's great. Simple, it's, it's definitely the English band's uh, most rocking album. What You Need is great. The Master is great. Yield to the Spirit. So uh, there might be some homework. If you're not familiar with Joe English and the English bands, Joe used to play in Paul McCartney and Wings and uh, became a Christian, yep. started recording CCM, and this is really a fun 80s album uh, with a lot of 80s sound to it, What You Need by the English band. Uh, another one I love I'm a big Leslie Phillips fan Black and White in a Great World Came out in 85 That's another mm. fun 80s album With the title track is great Tug of War is another good one Probably the biggest hit on this album Is Your Kindness um, That was a big radio hit Yep Back in the day What else do I have on here I've got the Imperials Let the Wind Blow Probably my favorite Paul Smith Imperials album Produced by Brown Bannister sure. as well uh, Some of the highlights In The Promised Land Let the Wind Blow The title cut also like Jericho, a beautiful song called "Not To Us, O Lord." So that's a good Paul Smith Imperials album. And the last one I'll mention is uh, De Keys Commander Sozo and the Charge of the Light Brigade. Their follow-up to their to uh, Communication, which had 666 on it, and they came out with this and had the song Competition, which also got some video play on MTV. Really good music, really good music that's video. Right. You can still see on YouTube, I'm sure. And then of course, probably their best-known song, "Destined to Win" with Jesse Dixon. Is off that album as well. So yep. uh, there's some there's some hidden yeah. gems from '85.
1: Now let yep. me ask you, Dave, real quick before before Dan jumps in, did you uh, did you go see Degarmo Key live at Century 2 in '85? I did not. Okay, because Jesse really? Dixon okay. opened up. So yeah. yep, yep. So that was good I wish I, I would have. Very good.
0: Well, and not yeah. to us. Okay, Dan. Was written by Michael W. Smith and Paul Smith. On both of those, yeah, didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, so some of mine are probably the more popular ones, I suppose. Um, Of course, we talked about Soldiers Under Command, Striper, uh, previous podcast for that one. Um, Yeah, great. Also, in in with you guys about Amy Grant, Unguarded. Can't beat that one. Beat the system from Petra. So really big. Um, Computer brains. (laughs) There you go. Got to get in there. <laughs> and, Thank you. And, you know, like I said earlier, it seems like 1985 is a tentpole, and here we have, you know, Amy Grant unguarded, Petra beat the system. Um, we have medals, yes, medals. Um, like you mentioned, we have uh, D and Commander Sozo, destined to win that. Su- that song is number one on the Spotify. champion. The champion. <laughs> Come out the
1: this champion, year.
0: champion, champion. Oh my goodness! Yes,
1: eighty-five. <laughs>
0: Well, that's not a, that's not on my and... list. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yes, no, is, but sure. you know it's on it a is. lot of people's yep. lists, So, and Soldiers Under Command—that's another. Oh kind yeah, of, for sure. You know, yeah, Groundbreaker, big
0: big one. And then um, let's see, Whiteheart Hotline came out. Oh yeah love that one. I mean, a couple yes. highlights on that one. Yes, Ray-Ord, you know, Heroes, which was yeah, very much it. like a kind of like a. Uh, Oh what's that uh, jukebox hero almost kinda reminded me
2: of that, you know. Yep, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, uh,
0: it was pretty that was pretty rocking back in the day, of course, nothing like Striper, but it was. it was It was pretty pretty out there. Um so they had to throw in a lot of the ballads to get played on radio <laughs> back then. Um yep. my some my two yeah. of my other favorite artists that started this year were Brian Duncan, has sol- started his solo. With Have self committed, um, yes, yep. <laughs> and
2: I, I like so There's
0: a couple yeah. songs on there. I like. I mean, I'm not sure about the whole album, is it? But I like "Darkness Has Fallen." I like "Living on the Bright Side," kind of a fun little ditty. Yeah, that's fun.
2: Um, Allies, yeah, another fun.
0: great,
2: another great album cover, by the way. Yes. Brian Duncan's uh, yeah. first album with him being taken in a right, right,
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and
0: perfect. then Allies come out with their first. Um, and that was, you know, was Allies, Allies. And yeah. of course you got the amazing Bob Carlisle. Um, they're all trying to look tough on the cover. <laughs> Speaking of covers, right? which, I don't know if they did a good job <laughs> on yes. that one, but uh got a couple uh, of good songs there. Surrender, uh, Don't Run Away. Surrender is number two for them on Spotify yeah. right now. So, pretty popular for them. Um, yeah. And like I said, D&K. Uh, yeah, Imperials, Let the Wind Blow, I had that on my list too. Um, those... Promise in the promised land and let the wind blow are both of the top five imperial songs on Spotify from that album. Oh, yeah. wow.
2: And oh, and according wow. To, so
0: that's interesting. Yeah, I think it's called top Christian dot org. It's the number one most played song
1: in eighty five
0: on Christian music is let the wind blow.
1: Huh? Yeah. OK, yeah. In fact, we'll get into that in just a minute. Um yeah, so I definitely... I mean, there's, a, there's a ton to highlight to in 85, that. but, but the, um, the last one yeah. is,
0: for me was uh, Mylon LeFevre, Sheep and Wolves Clothing.
1: Yep. Oh, so Yeah, I was going to say it's That's a really great best, album.
0: Crucible of Love, He is Strong, The Warrior. Really is. Um is. I Will Rejoice is the top 10 yep. Mylon songs on Spotify. Um, all of those are just fantastic.
2: Um the male vocals and the production on that album are just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, they
0: really are good. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about really that sometime, sometime in the future because uh, Mylon yeah. has just this. When he gets in his, I think so zone, he's just really he's really really good. Sometimes yeah. he'll step outside of it, and like mm, I that's agree. just not Mylon. I agree. Um, but yeah. when he's in it, he he just sounds fantastic. True.
1: Yeah, and I think that album from front to back was kind of yes uniformly yeah. in his zone. He he just I think mm-hmm. he stayed yeah. in his zone the whole time. It was really uh, from front do to back. You guys remember was I was going to say
2: do you guys remember the I music was... video for Trains Up in the Sky? I do not. They're the part no. of it they're at the uh, they're actually in the ocean and they're playing their instruments. I, I'll never forget that video. It's, I'm sure it's on uh, YouTube. No. So you got the guys standing in the ocean playing their <laughs> instruments, looking up at the trains up in the sky. Yeah, it's, it's a great '80s video.
1: Uh,
2: I always thought. Wait,
1: wow, no, I, do, I do not play that water. One. Right. Aren't they really right now? You know, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> now I'll, I'll give a shout out to Sean Michaels again. That he sent me a couple. That again, he's got just a wealth of back. Christian history and music line, CCM updates, CCM magazine. So he sent me the, the music line issues from may 85 and June 85. So back to back, here's what we've got featured in may 85. Here are the albums that just came out. Youth choir voices in the shadows, voices in shadows. So of course that's the first youth choir album and they'll Mm -hmm. become the choir. Then you've got, Mm -hmm. um, Whiteheart's Hotline, which releases, and then jumping ahead to June '85, you've got Unguarded, Medals, and Shake Me to Wake Me by Steve King. Wow, <laughs> it was it was a great time to be a teenager. Yeah, in May yeah, June '85. Right. Let me just tell you, it w- and the, the. Let me just read the opening paragraph for Unguarded. It's so interesting. So it's always interesting to go back and hear. Kind of what they were thinking right. of things right. that just came out. You know what I mean? So here's what here's what they write about. This is um, I think this is no, this is not Brian Quincy Newcomb. I'm not sure who's re- who's reviewing it here, but this is what they write about. Unguarded on Unguarded, Amy Grant gets yeah. foot loose. Oh, ho, ho. oh, I see what you did there, and delivers one of the hottest collections of pop tunes ever recorded by a Christian artist. Through the production Though the production team is essentially the same as her last few releases, Brown Bannister, Jack Joseph Puig, Michael Blanton, Dan Harrell, Gary Chapman, affectionately dubbed the A-Team, the overall sound and level of musicianship as well as the compositions themselves display a quantum leap in quality over Grant's last album straight ahead. Whether this renewed motivation is a result of the Word A&M distribution pact or just a period of impressive growth for this young singer and songwriter is anyone's guess. Whatever is responsible, it has resulted in a fine new album that may just break her into markets yeah. she never dreamed of a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, <Did they? laughs> So So, um, and then, yeah, and then it's interesting with Metals, they call it a joyous, triumphant success for Russ Taff Yeah, and his finest well, effort. They, wow. they were
0: pretty accurate. So,
1: <laughs> Those, yeah, were, yeah, they were right on, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. So, anyway, just so interesting that so many bona fide stone cold lead pipe classic albums right. came out within yeah. a couple of months of each other in '85. So, so good. And, and I then a couple well. others. I sure we can mention
0: a million albums so. here, but another one: uh, Steve Taylor on the Fritz. Oh, yes, great album. A follow up to yes. Meltdown, which is tough yep. to follow, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And I've got a review of that. For, uh, again, shout out to Shawn Michaels. Um, Taylor's Third Outing on the Fritz, inspired and enriched by recording in New York City, is his finest record to date. Hmm. So they yeah. considered it his finest. And they record were right. To date. Yep. Yep, they were. Yep. That's a great one. And uh, that's one that we might think about doing yeah. a. On the, on yes, the Fritz definitely. and this disco are both into, in the top so. 10
0: on Spotify in his name. I personally love wow. to forgive on that. Yeah. One. So good. Yes.
1: So, yeah. Oh, right. for sure. Trife, he Said yeah. is
2: another great one mm-hmm. on that one.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, eighty top 100 hits of 85. Let's just maybe run down the top 20. Sure. Let's just see Let's what we see. got We've there. Got, okay, so number one, let the wind away? blow.
0: Now, this is AC hits, right? Because we don't really have... Yeah. We don't have those... Uh, right.
2: We don't music, have... Uh, yeah.
0: Magazines, yet. yeah. Anyway, you know, HM, like I said, is just out. So, yeah. uh, number two, Benny Hester, When God Ran.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, that... Yeah, Benny yeah. Hester. So, that Benny and, from and here that's one of those songs song. that's, huge that You year. know, great... I could probably hear it for the first twenty-five times, <laughs> and, and anymore though yeah. I kind of go, "Okay,
2: I think <laughs> I've heard that one." Right. Yep. Yeah,
1: it was overdone too much by yeah. one singers B- yeah. yeah. special yes. music and church. Mostly right, uh, <laughs>
0: from number sorry. three, "Strength of My Life."
2: Oh, that's her duo with Rust with Rust yeah. that's a that's, that's a fantastic. Yep. Song. So then, yeah. then right below that, was. that
0: is Rustav's "Silent Love" at number four. Uh, Michelle Pilar. Look Who Loves You Now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was yeah, such I, a I, shock to, to me. I had to go back and listen to that one.
0: Um, the Cause. Yeah, I had to go guys, back and listen. Uh, Amy Grant does Find A Way. So, yeah, yeah uh, speaking of that, Unguarded, my two favorite songs, Find A Way. And uh, the first one, uh, oh, my gosh, it's not coming to mind. Love Another Kind, yep. Um Love of another and kind. And Sandy Patty. Yeah. We will see him as he is, number eight. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was from the uh, Just Druselon For You album, I by think. By Whiteheart
0: number nine. That that makes sense. Oh, yep. love it. Uh number ten mm-hmm. was Imperials in the Promised Land. So yeah, top two top ten songs from the Imperials off of that. Uh, David Meese, yep. you can go. Number
1: eleven. Yeah, there you
0: go. From, and that's from your seven, seven. yep. Okay, nope. now who's this Dion DiMucci? Still in the spirit? Oh, was Dion. Just the yeah, Dion DiMucci. Yeah, he went by then. Dion. Uh, still yep. in the spirit, number 12. um Petra's Hollow Eyes. Great yep. song. That
1: should be good. And
0: then Rust Tap. Yeah. Here I am, number 14. Mylon's The Warrior, number 15, which we just kind of mentioned. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I still hear oh, that. Oh, that's it's my favorite thing. song yeah, it's on good. that
1: album, I think, about that. Yeah, yeah
0: it's um, great. The New Gaither Vocal Band. Yeah, Bass me too. Messiah, number 16.
1: Yes. Now, can we stop there? Is that the same song as Blessed oh, Messiah? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Did, it's possible. I don't know. I, I really don't. So... Yeah, I, so there's right. there's, our, there's our homework to go out and figure out if that's the same yeah. song as "Bless the okay. Messiah." Uh, Steve King, DeGarman Stranger Key. to
0: Holiness, number seventeen. Uh, Alleluia, Christ is coming. Degarmo Key, number eighteen. But that was off of that wasn't from Commander? Was it from Sozo? Okay,
2: yeah, Sozo. Um,
0: and then Leslie Phillips. I think it's Sozo. Here he comes with my heart, number nineteen, and then the number twenty was Steve Green. He holds the keys. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Yes, there you go. And Steve, uh, Steve Green. Yeah. on from yeah, I think is a good move for him. That's that's for sure. for sure. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a good move yeah. for both. I mean, Steve battles. Green
1: definitely, definitely has
2: pipes.
0: Kind of needed. I mean, no doubt ways. he
2: does. No doubt, yeah, but I think the fit.
1: Really oh shows. boy, does mm-hmm. he
0: ever? Yeah. Not quite the same. Yeah.
2: When yeah. there. So, do you guys yeah. remember in '85 the yeah. uh, ad campaign "Take Them With You"? As well, oh yeah, because I, they yes! uh, they use it yes. for uh, medals, and they use one for unguarded, and I think beat the system, right?
0: Yes, I
2: think Petra,
0: and I, then yes, yes, um,
2: right. and then the I know one they did one, I know they did one for Smitty, but I think it was for Michael Libby Smith too, which didn't come out in '85, but. That was part of the ad campaign at the time. But who?
1: And then, yeah. And then the artist that right. does not fit it? in that campaign at all. Yeah. What? Leslie is Phillips. Is in that campaign? They... Wow. Yes, she sure is. I didn't Yes. Talk about an art. And boy, we could do a whole podcast on the whole career arc of Leslie yep. slash Sam Phillips and how yep. she was marketed and how i mean just bizarre you know just kind of everybody right. was just finding yes. a way about how to market things and yep and no. she did not at fed i mean i'm trying to think well, of a of a well, they were somebody t- that would be what they were trying to in a, do in a was, kind of a um
2: trying to make her into the christian cindy Lopper mm-hmm. and she wanted nothing to do with it right and so ended up with her just getting out yeah. of the ccm world altogether um right right, I would right. Love because to of the way she was that podcast in 2021 love to talk about that yes fascinating
1: i yeah, had no that'd idea she was part of that would be great weird huh. yeah 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 she sure is she sure is i think the four artists were amy michael okay. yeah. leslie phillips wow. and petra <laughs> So, there might be a fifth yeah, one. Well, I don't know who Russ. it is. He's got the guitar yep. and he's like in the uh, school, yep. school library.
0: Yeah. Oh, Russ, that's right. Hey, so I got my yes. crack team of. Yep. Uh, that's right. to, yeah. to check us on some things here. So, uh, the Gaither okay. Vocal Band, yes. And DeGarmo and Keys, Blessed Messiah, the same song.
2: Oh, nice. Yep. Wow. And then uh, DeGarmo and Keys. song. Nice. Is
0: from okay. Communication. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's
2: okay, right.
1: get that correct. Stand, correct. The fact- Stand
2: corrected. <laughs> Way to go, fact checkers.
1: Yep,
0: <laughs>
1: yes, that's right. Yes, we applaud our fact checkers. The checks in the mail, that's it, uh, right? You get double of what you were paid last time. <laughs> and then, um, did you guys, um, we read that CD article earlier. How? How early did you guys adopt CDs, or not very early, or were you still walking cassettes? Yep, I was cassettes, still cassettes, cassettes. Because
0: my first one was, was Beat the System. Gosh, I don't remember okay. my first CD actually. That's okay. A very interesting question.
2: I was still cassettes as well because um, Beat the System and uh, and Whiteheart's um, Hotline were the first two CCM Rock cassettes that I bought. Yep. Um, so those are my first two, but my first okay. CD, I didn't purchase it until 1988 and that was Freedom. Yeah. Freedom was my first. Really? Yes.
0: Freedom. I, was gonna say, I, I okay. don't remember off top. Dan, well, do you remember yours the, off the top? The interesting question is, um, the reason, of course you had to do the cassettes is because they didn't have the car CD players. And, you know, if you brought it with you, it's going to skip all over the place and I do remember my first right. CD player, just the old single CD player. Right. And if you bumped it, you know, it's like, it. you know, just <laughs> right, it you know, was barely bumped. Like, don't yeah. come near that, you know, <laughs> yeah, load it carefully uh-uh. and all that. So, I, I, for some reason, right. I want to say Perfect. my first CD was, was the collection yeah. by Amy Grant. I want to say that oh. could have been the first nice.
1: one. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow, wow.
0: I, well, uh, I, I i assume, I assume you do to, not have um, that cd Mr. any longer it's a hugh yeah hugh won't see this anymore rob that's, her that guy yeah, oh, yeah.
2: yeah. he hugh, come on yeah, yeah. his name could have been a giveaway anymore. Yeah. got it yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that's <Okay, laughs> right hugh, yes hugh, come on and
1: give Dan stuff back <laughs> my first my first two cds um i my first cd well i bought them at the same time so My first two CDs were Sandy Patty's Morning Like This, which was 86. And then Phil Collins' Hello, I Must Be Going, which was um, a few years earlier. So those are my first two CDs. So one of my first two CDs was a a CCM CD. And then shortly after that, I know I got Smitty's um, Big Picture. My senior year in high school, and I still have that exact CD. It's wow. sitting sitting in my basement here. So I did not donate the right. CDs to okay. Rob or you. To Rob, you. Rob.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right.
1: Rob, you, Rob, you. I yeah,
2: will. Uh, I, I will throw in a little that. quick story about yeah. CDs that in my freshman year of college, which would have been '88, summer or the uh, fall of '88. I did a, a class on broadcasting and we did a shift on the local college radio station which was a CCM station. And we had all the songs were on um albums except for one song. We had one we had one CD. Oh wow. In the place and that was Smitty's <laughs> Eye to Eye and the only song we played on CD was Secret Ambition and we had to make a big deal of it when we played it because, you know, off a of CD, it's... Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah. wow. Wow. And now radio yeah. stations yes. make a big deal about... Right, it's on Vinyl time.
2: Thursdays
1: or whatever. So, <laughs> Vinyl Thursdays or Vinyl it's Noon Out, circle, Vinyl guys. Lunch Hour, that sort of thing. Yeah, it has. Yep. Uh, it's pretty soon we're going to start playing our <laughs> Christian <right>. Jesus Music <laughs> 8 tracks. I call it good. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Learn Evies <laughs> right. ring those bells on Hey, track. here's
2: here's Dallas home rise again. <laughs> there
1: you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just visiting this eight track.
2: Nice. <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> well.
1: <sighs> yeah. Well, I look yes. forward to doing eighty six next yeah. year. But it this has been a blast. Blast. Yeah. blowing out well, eighty five uh, like this. Anything else to add to nineteen eighty five?
0: Before we wrap this up
1: um yeah <laughs> that's right. great a, fun times uh, don't want to go back there. good to revisit don't want to go, go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. right yeah nice to visit don't want to live there <laughs> yeah, i have considerably really, less acne these oh, days
2: <laughs> and, and russ's mullet.
1: but i miss my mullet i will say I yes. oh yes yeah fantastic and Russ's, Russ's mullet <laughs> I think Russ's mullet that's left right. his head and got on yes, Richard Marks' head right. in 87 <laughs> so I think that's what happened No,
2: 85 this was a lot of fun a <laughs> lot of great music in 85 obviously and the uh, great thing is we can go back and listen to it as much as we want
1: yes yes yep thank and you Spongebob. Uh, for uh, the music and all that stuff well,
0: thanks for joining us and yeah. uh, talk to you this coming year
1: yep
2: Happy New Year. Have a great year. We'll talk to you soon.